0: Hi everyone, this is Dave from Geekanoids and welcome to another Geek Out with Geekanoids for Friday, the 27th of February, 2015. Now, a little bit of insight for you. If you follow me on Twitter at Geekanoids, sometimes the podcast goes up a day early. I always tweet it out. So if you do follow me there, you'll get to hear the podcast a little bit earlier than everyone else. And as always, in this podcast, I'll be talking to you about what I published to the Geekanoids channel last week. What's coming up? And also, later on in this podcast, about thinking outside the box. So do stick around for that. Now, if you do purely listen to the podcast and you don't watch my YouTube channel, I do have three channels on YouTube. And the main channel is youtube.com forward slash geekanoids. So a bit of shameless self-promotion there. Please do check it out. Hit that subscribe button. I publish a new video every single day. Now last week on the channel I looked at plenty of technology including a look at the Cooltech W2 PC case, a horror block unboxing and something a little bit different. I did a five random things about me that you didn't know and it got some good feedback. I was in two minds whether to publish it and I thought no, let me share a little bit more about me on the channel and it was really well received. So, you know, just thank you for all of the positive feedback on that particular video. I also shared with you a couple of watch reviews. Now I normally only do one Geek Lifestyle video per week and it's normally a watch video or it might be something else, a piece of clothing or I did some brogue shoes previously as well. But last week I thought, well, I've got quite a lot of watches I wanna share with you. So I showed you the Aviate Flyboy watch And I also showed you a really cool watch from Amiga. Now, I'm going to just try and spark your interest to go over to the channel and have a look at this one. I'm not going to tell you which model it is, but it is absolutely fantastic. Gorgeous, gorgeous looking watch. Now, there is one other video that was a highlight for me last week, but I'm going to save talking about that until the latter part of the podcast because it fits within the subject of thinking outside of the box. So let's move on and just cover off what's coming up on the channel next week. Now, because the five random things about me video is so popular, I've got another top five video and also my six favourite things video coming up on the channel. So please do check them out. I've also got an amazing pair of in-ear earphones from RHA, the t 10 Eyes. Awesome, awesome product. Can't wait for you to see it. If you're into your audio and you want something higher end, but without a ridiculous price point, then these are well worth taking a look at. So please do stick around on the channel to see all of those videos, including, of course, another Geek Lifestyle video. I'm going to be publishing a Geek Lifestyle update where I give you a summary of all of the sort of fashion bits, and the lifestyle videos and the watch videos and let you know what's remained in my collection. So that's all coming up uh, next week on the Geekanoids channel. Now I mentioned at the beginning of this audio podcast that I wanted to talk to you mainly about thinking outside the box. So thinking differently in the way you do things and it sort of helps you stand out from a lot of the noise that's online nowadays. There are so many people wanting your attention, whether it's with their own personal website, whether it's with their photography, whether it's with their content creation like I do on YouTube, or whether you're a manufacturer or business that wants your product to get noticed. And one of the highlight products for me last week is what really got me to thinking about talking about this subject matter, and that was the new Motorola Moto e-launch. Now, I published a video very special unboxing and what Motorola did to get their product to stand out from the crowd was that they presented it very very differently to the journalists including myself to uh, actually tell the public about. Now normally what happens with the product launch is you would get sent an invitation and you if you're very lucky the presentations locally uh, with myself normally the presentations are down in London and I have to travel down. It takes sort of an hour and a half to get there, uh, an hour and a half to get back, and then of course you've got the presentation and the event. So it really takes a whole day out of your schedule. So it's not always possible to do those sort of events. So Motorola thought, hey, let's do something different with the Moto E launch. Instead of getting journalists and members of the press to come to us, We'll go to them. Now, obviously, they can't send a representative out to every single person. Mind you, maybe they could do that next year. That would be very different. Motoroda, if you're listening to this podcast, think on that thought. Maybe you could actually send a person to each journalist next year. But anyway, what they did was they contacted me about a week before the launch and said, hey, are you going to be around next Wednesday to accept a surprise package? Uh, they didn't say what it was. No clue as to what it would be, although there were a few rumours uh, online about it. And they kept their word on Wednesday, a package arrived, and they bought the press conference or the product launch to me in the form of a really nicely packaged product. And it took you through the stages of opening up the box, and the, the box and packaging was awesome. It actually opened up to look like a presentation stage with seats in front of it and the actual screen of the presentation was the Motorola Moto E hiding away inside the middle part of the box. A really nice presentation. And it was so, so different that I obviously made a video about it and shared it. The video's been very popular. A lot of the press have been talking about the way they did the launch, and they got a lot of coverage, and it worked very well. They thought outside of the box. They tried something different, and I think it worked for them very very well indeed. Now I want to talk to you a little bit more about thinking outside of the box but before I do so I want to talk a bit more about the Motorola Moto E. So I'm actually in my editing room at the moment which is why you might be hearing slightly different audio quality in this week's podcast uh, because in my editing room I have acoustic foam so it sort of makes the audio A lot different to where I normally record the podcast. I normally walk around the studio whilst recording. But anyway, I digress. The reason I want to talk to you a bit more about the Motorola Moto E is because when I was unboxing it in the video, I didn't have to hand all of the specifications. It didn't come in a normal box with the specifications listed. Uh, The website, I did the video so early that the website wasn't updated with all of the specs. I just want to cover those off with you now. So obviously refer back to the video on the GeekyNoids channel, but the main specifications of the new Moto E for 2015 is it's running Android 5.0 Lollipop. It's got a Qualcomm Snapdragon 410 processor as a quad-core processor running at 1.2 GHz. 1 GB of RAM, 8 GB of storage, but you can also increase that storage capacity with up to a 32 GB micro SD card. It weighs 145 grams. it's got a 4.5 inch display, now I thought that I read somewhere either on the packaging or on the piece of film that you peel off, that it actually has a 5 inch or 5.2 inch display, I'm sure that it's got a larger display, but anyway they're quoting 4.5 inches 540 by 960 I think that might be a typo on their website, but anyway we'll move on. 2390 milliamp hour battery, it's got a water-resistant coating, which I wasn't aware of when I was doing the unboxing. It's also got LGE, so 4G LTE, so nice fast data connection. 5 megapixel rear camera with f2.2 aperture. It's got a front camera as well. A micro SIM card slot, it's also got Bluetooth 4, Wi-Fi 802.11b, G and N. 720p HD video capture at 30 frames per second, no NFC, GPS, accelerometer, ambient light sensor, proximity sensor, sensor hub, and it's also available in a uh, color of black or white, and you can remove the bands around the outside and replace those bands with different colors that are sold separately. You can also get different colored grip shells that go over the phone. So a really nice proposition for what is a, a budget end phone coming in, at, I think it's £109, but a really good specification. And don't forget that £109 isn't tying you into a contract. That's £109 for the smartphone outright. You know, no contract to sign, unlock to any network. So a really good offering from Motorola. So now I've talked to you about the actual specs of the phone, let's move back to... The main subject which is thinking outside of the box and I really apply this to what I do on the Geekanoids channel and I think if you're a content creator even if you don't create videos for YouTube like myself if you're a creator that creates audio or photography or even if you're an artist and you paint pictures you can get into the habit of producing the same content day in day out and it's good to have your own style. Obviously I have my own style in the videos I do on the Geek Noise channel. But from time to time, it's good to take a step back and refocus on what you're doing and really think if there is another way of presenting your content, you know, like a fresh approach. In fact, I watched a video the other day of a studio session that a photographer was doing and they were working with one model Uh, For her portfolio, so they needed to deliver uh, three or four different looks within the one studio session. And they were saying it's very, very easy to put a background up, set your camera up, get the model to do the poses, take the photos, you know, use different lighting, and then just switch out the costume that the model is wearing. And then you take another set of photos, get the model to switch costumes again, take another set and you you end up with three uh, different looking photos, but all of the same style, which isn't really going to be great for a portfolio. So you need to change things up at each stage. So you do one set of photos. And then change the angles completely, maybe change the background colour, change the outfit, change the lighting quite dramatically and try something different so that you can deliver the model three different looks in the photos. And the same goes for if you're creating content for yourself. You know, don't stay to just doing one format all the time. And I'll use myself as an example. Every year I make changes to either the editing room or the studio or both To make sure that i put some fresh look into the surroundings that i'm recording in and that gives a fresh look to the videos and sees uh sorry and shows that i'm trying to evolve the content you know i'm looking for different ways of doing things and then on occasion i might record a video outside i remember many many years ago i did a pair of headphones and i recorded the video on the beach where there was sea and the seagulls were making noise in the background and it was just very, very different. You know, different environment, very interesting, very engaging for the viewer. And then just recently, I've made some changes that you'll see over the next few weeks in the studio where I've got some different storage area in the background, so that creates some visual interest. I've also got another area in the studio where I'm presenting videos in a different way with a screen facing forwards. Again, a different format video. It gets people to think, you know, oh, this is interesting, you know, maybe uh, we should sit up and take notice a little bit more. Uh, Dave's trying something new. It sparks interest. And I'm really transparent about talking about this sort of thing, you know. There's no secret in it. What goes through my thought patterns, I'm happy to share. And I spend a lot of time thinking, You know, how can I make this interesting for the viewer? Uh, I've got to convey the information properly so that they can get out of the video what they want, but I've also got to make it visually appealing with good quality audio, good lighting, and something that will uh, get a viewer's interest. So I spend a lot of time in the planning stage, and I think it's very important if you're a creator of any sort to really take that step back, sit down, and do some proper planning. So if you are a photographer, for example, or you are an artist and you're painting photos, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, painting photos, painting pictures, then sit back and uh, look at what you've done previously and just think about how you could involve those paintings or drawings. You know, could you do a different style? Could you introduce a different uh, method of getting your thoughts onto the paper. Maybe you do pencil drawings and you could switch to using some little graphic art pens for some of your drawings. Maybe you could involve your uh, prospective purchasers of your paintings or drawings and get their input and feedback as to what they would like to see. You know, there's lots of different things you can do. And believe me, it's worth doing. When a company does a product launch, Going back to the example of the Motorola Moto E, one person didn't just dream that up and say oh we're going to do this and send it out in a box and uh, we're going to make it look like a a stage. That was lots of people's input and they gauged feedback to really see what the right way of doing this particular launch for this particular product would be. And with their next launch, hopefully they'll be launching a new Motorola Moto G and a Motorola Moto 360 this year. Maybe they'll try something different again for those products. So it's all about sparking that interest in others and remaining enthusiastic and looking for different ways of presenting your material yourself so that you can stand out from the crowd. And believe me, there is a lot of noise online nowadays When you look at the likes of your Twitter timeline, there are so many tweets flowing through my timeline that I can't get to read all of them. But if I look at certain tweets that are composed in certain ways, maybe with a picture as well, that capture my attention, then that's more likely to get my engagement as well. So it even works with tweets. You know, think before you tweet. Think what you're actually putting in that composition of that really important message you're sharing with everyone. Is it worthwhile sharing or are you just sharing something that's unnecessary? Make your tweets count, make your content count and enjoy what you're doing. Your passion really does shine through. And actually, I'm going to cite the Motorola Moto e-launch again. You could see they were very, very passionate about this launch. They put a lot of thought into it. And I, as a sort of journalist or geek lifestyle presenter, as I like to term myself, really appreciated that. And I think that came across in the video I produced as well. And it really does show that thinking outside of the box, or in Motorola Moto E's case, thinking inside the box really does work. So that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please do tune in again next week for another Geek Out with Geekanoids.